Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Versatility Podcast. I'm back. Um, I took a week off. Um, I haven't uploaded since, what, Sunday of last week or two weeks ago almost. Um, And I'm back. I'm sorry about that. But hey guys, uh, you guys know that this podcast is going to be now on YouTube uh, very, very soon. I will be doing more episodes um, on, on video probably starting next week. Um, to kind of prepare myself this week to, you know, uh, get ready and to, uh, to start recording because I finally have the camera and, um, you know, start, I got I'm getting my green screen this year. I mean, this week as well. So getting ready for more of that shit. Um, but I already have my camera. I already got most equipment that I need to start making and recording videos. And absolutely, I'm, I'm very excited to already start, um, but of course, let's start off with today's uh, podcast, today's episode, uh, basically recapping all about sports from last week. We're going to talk about the wildcard week that happened on Sunday. We're going to talk about the NBA and also talk about that national championship game uh, between Alabama and Ohio State last night and just recapping all of that. Speaking, let's start off with the national championship that happened last night. So Ohio State was facing Alabama uh, 13-0 Alabama ended up winning this game 52-24, to um, and Alabama wins their seventh national championship in 13 years. So complete dominance this team has been with Nick Saban as their head coach. And, I mean, come on, that Alabama offense is incredible, is unstoppable, and, I mean, proven to the other to the 13 teams that lost to Alabama this season and to many other seasons in the past as well. Um, you know, that, that defense um, and the offense especially has been just, uh, it's unbeatable. Uh, Devontae Smith, Devonta Smith, the Heisman winner. Um, hopefully he can get drafted here in Miami because we do have the third overall pick. I'm saying the, the you know, I'm saying the Jets are going to take an old lineman or a defensive player, maybe a quarterback. Um, but then we should get a receiver in the draft, and definitely uh, Devonta Smith should be that one that we could take. We could take Jamari Chase, but I would like him to go to Philadelphia. Um, but, you know, one of those two receivers I'm happy with. But come on, like I said in the last episode, Devonta, Devontae on the same team, that would be nice. Um, so that would be awesome if we can get the Heisman winner trophy. Uh, Heisman winner winner to get drafted here in Miami. So that will be awesome. And Alabama won. Um, no surprise. Um, and I mean, Ohio State still put on a good show. But of course, when they were playing that good defense, that great offense, way better offense than that defense um, against Alabama, they just really didn't have a shot. Um, so congratulations to Alabama. They are the first national champions in sports this year because, well, you know, it's 2021. Hasn't hasn't been any tournament yet um, or championship games, just including this one as of yet. So yeah, congratulations Nick Saban, Alabama, for winning their seventh national championship in 12 years, 13 years I believe. And um, yeah, Nick Saban is one of the best head coaches in college football without a doubt. Um, so congratulations to them. Anyway, let's talk about Wild Card Weekend. Oh man. Oh man, I wanted to do one yesterday, but trust me, guys, um, we're now here. Let's talk about the games on Saturday. Let's talk about the Indianapolis Colts 
versus the Buffalo Bills. So the Bills won this game 27 to 24. Um, a closer game than I imagined. Um, I didn't say in my predictions that this was going to be a close game, um, but I did say the Bills were going to win, so I did get that right. But um, this was a really good close game. Um, for the most part, out of all the games that happened last weekend, this was kind of like the most entertaining going back and forth uh, because both teams looked pretty even in this game. Uh, Phillip Rivers, 27 for 46, 309 yards, two touchdowns. Um, Josh Allen, 26 for 35, two two, th 324 yards, uh, two touchdowns as well. Um, didn't look bad at all. And Josh Allen, of course, taking this team to the next level. Uh, Stephon Diggs, uh, Daxon Knox with another touchdown as well. Josh Allen having a rushing touchdown as well. So um, the team played very well, um, but kept this game close against that really good uh, Indianapolis Colts defense. Um, but ended up putting a stop to it because Rodrigo Blankenship missed the game-tying um, field goal to eventually have the Colts losing this game to the Bills. But the Bills will move on. They will move on to the divisional round. And right after, I will mention who will they be playing this weekend for the divisional round matchup. Next game, we had the LA Rams versus the Seattle Seahawks. And my God, what the hell happened to the Seahawks? <sighs> wow, they they died. They died this season. The Rams won thirty to twenty. The Seahawks were cooking, and you know the season for like the first five games, and then Russell Wilson decided to leave the food all cold and not even make it warm, not even heat it up or anything. Nah, it's just. Just leave it out in the cold, and that's how they're going to have to eat their food. All cold. So anyway, the Seahawks, um, they lost the Rams. Um, that offense couldn't do any that, – that offense really couldn't construct that, de uh, that defense from the Rams. And the Rams' defense really performed very well. Um, I mean, Jalen Ramsey really outplayed uh, DK Metcalf on very different r r routes and – Rotations were just awful for the for the Seahawks. At least in the second half, it wasn't that entertaining because um, the Seahawks just weren't playing that I thought they were going to play. I thought Russell Wilson was going to step it up and play, you know, a lot better um, as he was in, you know, maybe for like the midpoint of the season um, and play a little bit better because it's of course playoff time that he did in the second half of the season. Um, just dismissing his playoff discussion and just ruining it once and for all for last season, for this season. So for that, the Rams offense also took control and, you know, they outplayed the Seahawks. So congratulations, the Rams. They won this game. I didn't expect that. And also they were leading by halftime. And also I should remember Sean McVay is undefeated. I don't know what the record exactly is, but. He's undefeated with like 60 or some or 70 games that they lead in halftime. You can guarantee the Rams are going to win. So when they play against the Packers next this weekend on Saturday, if they're leading at halftime, you you know what that means. You know what that means. So I just got to be aware of it and I would completely did not uh, I was not aware of it in this game. And also, I could have thought that would have been snapped. But anyway, you know, 
The Rams did the job done. Congratulations. They will be moving on to the next round. Next game, the last game we had on Saturday was the Tampa Bay Buccaneers versus the Washington football team. The Buccaneers took care of business and defeated a 7-9, and now 7-10 and team um, of the Washington football team in the NFC East. Uh, the Buccaneers beat them 31-23. to uh, Tom Brady was cooking. He was pretty good. 22 for 40, 381 yards, two touchdowns. Um, but Taylor Heineke, let's give him some credit. I mean, 26 for 44, 306 yards, one touchdown, one interception. But he played a lot better than most people thought he would. And he kept this game pretty close. He kept this game pretty close up until the Buccaneers scoring on the last, um, in the last quarter. And, I mean, this game was really serious for... The Washington football team in the first half looking spe- looking pretty good. Now, obviously, they weren't um, they didn't win by ha- they weren't winning by halftime. I believe eighteen to seven. The Buccaneers had a halftime lead, but you know you also saw that the Washington defense stepped up um, for the most part. But again, the Buccaneers just out got them, outplayed, and just overall took care of the job. And well, who scored a touchdown? Let me see, uh, Russell. Rushing touchdown, Leonard Fournette had a rushing touchdown. We also had receiving touchdown by Antonio Brown and Chris Godwin. Godwin dropped a lot of footballs, but he did eventually step it up and, um, you know, got a touchdown on his own. And, you know, it was pretty It was pretty much just for that Tampa Bay got the job done enough. But they were a little inconsistent, at least, like, in the third quarter. They didn't do – they couldn't do anything. And in the fourth quarter, they managed to step up, you know. So I, I definitely still have faith on this on the Buccaneers, um, especially we'll see when they well, against uh, the Saints next week. Will they have to take on? Um, we'll see how they can step up because the Saints, they are their weakness at least this season because they've lost them twice in the regular season. So the playoffs, they want that revenge. They want all the smoke against the Saints again. Uh, but congratulations, the Buccaneers move on. Now let's get into Sunday's games. Let's talk about the first game. We had the Baltimore Ravens versus the Tennessee Titans. And the Ravens, yes, the Ravens, they beat the Titans 20-13. Lamar Jackson gets his first playoff win in his career. He is now 1-2 in the playoffs. I'm so happy for Lamar Jackson. He got the job done. Um, 17 for 24, 179 yards, but also rushed 136 yards, had a rushing touchdown, um, so Lamar Jackson did enough to beat this Titans defense. Derrick Henry <sighs> was a beast in the regular season, but was a least in this game, unfortunately. You know what I'm saying? I I have so much love for Derrick Henry, so much respect, man, but he did not. He, could, he couldn't top that defense for the Ravens, man. That Ravens defense really stepped up, and that, and that passing defense, man, I mean, holy shit! That that's that's one of the best defenses in the league. Um, passing the rushing defense as well is incredible. They were able to stop Derrick Henry, um, which of course didn't happen last year, which kind of you know gave me a little bit of a surprise this year that they were going to step it up. But of course, the Ravens had to. You know, Derrick Henry fucked them over last year. They were not. They they do not want that to happen again this season. Um, you know, Lamar having that reputation. Can he win in the playoffs? I don't think he can. He's going 0-3. Well, he finally has a playoff win, so they can go fuck themselves, right? But anyway, 
Uh, good win for the Ravens. Uh, the Ravens will now take on the Buffalo Bills for the AFC Divisional Round next week. This week. Why do I keep saying next week like it's next week when it's literally this weekend coming up? Anyway, um, they will be facing against the Bills, and that will be a very fun game. I believe on Saturday they will be playing. Um, so congratulations to the Ravens winning a playoff game. Congrats. Now, let's get into the Nickelodeon game of the week, of last week. The Chicago Bears versus the New Orleans Saints. Yes, you heard that right. Um, this game was broadcasted um, from CBS, uh, also on Nickelodeon. Um, and you know me. Big fan of Nickelodeon. Big fan of football. I decided to watch the game on Nickelodeon. You know, see what this is all about. I mean, man. Never would I ever imagine I would have seen a damn game on freaking Nickelodeon. A football game on Nickelodeon? What? Where am I? What is this 2021? Or is this... What? Like, what? What? The, is this an alternate universe or something? Like, you know, you just don't expect football and Nickel, Nickelodeon just reunite. Um, but the experience, you know, I... I it's it's for the kids' experience, you know. Th this game was obviously to bring attention to the kids um, that were watching Nickelodeon and to bring, like, Spongebob-themed commercials and, like, the, the effects and, like, the edits on the players and during commercials and, like, during the game. I do like that. The effects were nice. Um, every time the Saints score a touchdown, um, because the Bears literally only had one touchdown during the game, there would be, like, a, like a virtual sh uh, slime cannon uh, being thrown that you can see on live TV, which is pretty dope. I like the effects. I like how, you know, fun and it looks just really entertaining to watch. So as a kid, if I was like eight years old watching this, I would have been entertained even if I didn't know what even football is. Um, so I did like it. But obviously for me, who watches football in any condition, just anywhere, you know, if it's on freaking HBO or Showtime, which I don't even have, I will try to freaking look and try to find a way to look at it, whether it's illegally watching it on a you know website, which you know some, sometimes we do that. You know, I can't lie. Sometimes we be, we we have to watch a movie or a TV show. We don't got it on Netflix or Hulu or HBO Max or any of that shit. You know, well at least I do, but you know not everyone does. So sometimes you want to watch that shit on a website that you think is not going to give you a virus, of course. If you watch it, but anyway, what am what am I talking about? This this is this is this is about the football game. Anyway, the Saints they beat the Bears twenty one to nine, and the Saints um obviously got the job done. That offense was well could have been better, but I mean the Bears the defense did step up, and the defense was of course what really took um the Bears uh development for for the for the majority of the game. But to be completely honest. That defense for the Bears, man, um, very slipped up in at least wasn't consistent in the second half. The first half, a little bit more consistent. Um, the Bears, they just couldn't, they, their offense was just, they, they couldn't click. They couldn't click. Very last play of the game, Mitchell Trubisky got a touchdown. Um, so that was, that was that. But, I mean, what did that do? That really didn't do anything. So, Mitch Trubisky, 19 for 29, 199 yards, one touchdown, zero interceptions. Drew Brees, 28 for 39, 265 yards, and two touchdowns. So, yeah. Um, and also, Mitch Trubisky, congratulations on winning the Nickelodeon Most Valuable Player or Nickelodeon Valuable Player of the Year. 
um, the NVP of the award, um, which of course Nickelodeon had to make an award for the best, the most valuable player, even though the Bears lost and well, you know, I don't know if they just did that for pittiness, like, oh, this this team lost, so let's give the quarterback an award. I don't know. It's okay. It's Nickelodeon shit, all right? It, I mean, it's, it, oh, an award is an award, all right? I mean, come on. You can't say Patrick Mahomes or Tom Brady has that. Oh, you got a Super Bowl? Oh, you got, oh, oh, come on. Everybody can win that. You know what I have? I have a Nickelodeon most valuable player. No one has that. It's just me. I am in my own league. All right? I deserve being drafted ahead of Mahomes and Deshaun Watson. I know what I'm doing. I am a beast. I am a goat. No one can stop me here. Well, except for the Saints, because now I'm going to go back home and not move on in the playoffs. But you get what I mean. <laughs> anyway, all right. Now, the craziest game of the week, easily, and probably the most fun to watch for, well... Not really fun for the en enjoyment of the game, but really the enjoyment of the result of the game. But anyway, the next game we had the Cleveland Browns versus the Washington, Washington, the Pittsburgh Steelers. The Browns won this game 48 to 37. 48 to 37. 48 to 37. Now, this was one of the craziest games I've seen ever. Um, at least from, from a team that I just never thought would ever play a playoff game. This, this fearless ever in my life. The Browns are a team that obviously for my entire lifetime have been a dumpster fire, have been literally a just disrespect. To even be an NFL team in a league where there are literally so many talented players, so many talented players on that team as well, just can't be proven because that team is just that awful. And this year, the Browns making into the playoffs was something I predicted because they got better and better. Baker Mayfield was a quarterback. I f gave a hope. I gave a chance when he got drafted you know, out of Oklahoma in 2018. Maybe this man might change the Cleveland Browns. Maybe he might not just be a one quarterback, one season, gets cut, you know. I think he might actually take this team somewhere. And look at that! They won a playoff game in his third season! In his third season, he beat the Pittsburgh Steelers! And the Browns have won their first playoff game since, wait for it, 1994. 1994. That was the last time the Browns won a playoff game. And they did that on January 10th, 2021. Oh man, Browns fans I know are so happy right now. And we're happy on Sunday watching this. Because not only the Steelers lost, which I'll get into the Steelers in a minute, but man. The Browns were absolutely destroying the Steelers in the first quarter, 28 to nothing. Ben Roethlisberger was a turnover machine in the first half. The offense 
for the Browns were clicking. The rushing off the rush was the rushing was 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 really the primary offensive keeper for this team in this game. And man, Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt, especially Kareem Hunt with two touchdowns, 48 yards. But of course, Nick Chubb with 18 carries and 76 yards. I mean, man, you can't compete with that. Jarvis Landry, Nick Chubb having a receiving touchdown. And then Austin Hooper, man. Come on, man. I mean, this offense was was just... It was clicking in the first quarter, in the first half. I mean, they were getting... They were, they were not fearless at all. They wanted to attack. Make sure that the Steelers will not come back in this game. Now, the Steelers did, you know, make an improvise, uh, you know... Second quarter, third quarter, fourth quarter. After the first quarter, they really stepped up and they did score in every single quarter. And they were trying to come back. And at some point, Browns fans could have been worried. But the Browns scored 13 in the fourth. And that's really all they needed. They only needed seven points. They just only needed a touchdown to really just cement the game and put this game to rest. And, man, the Browns, they won a playoff game. That's that's insane. I'm so happy for Browns fans. I predicted they were going to win a playoff game. Maybe I would have thought – maybe you could have thought I was fucking ridiculous for saying that. But look at that. Look at that. And let's talk about the Washington – why am I saying Washington? What the fuck? The Pittsburgh Steelers, real quick. Man, they were 11-0. Remember that? Remember when they beat the uh, – let me see. What was their last win? 11 to 0. Um, they beat the Ravens on December 2nd. And then the next game, they had to play Washington. And then they lost their first game. All right. And then they had to, they lost to the Bills in their second game. All right. Then they lost to the Bengals. 11 and 0 to 11 and 3. Oh, no. But then, okay. Some faith, they beat the Colts. And they came back. All right. All right. Fine. 12-3 and three now. Oh, wait. They lost to the Browns in Week 17. Okay, but Mason Rudolph was the starting quarterback. Ben Roethlisberger was, was you know, resting. Everybody was resting. So we'll get we'll, – we'll beat the Browns in the postseason. We'll beat the Browns in the wildcard game. Juju on Thursday before the game. Look, the Browns are the Browns. Um, they will always be the same team that has sucked and has always let their fans down. Forever. Um, so, yeah, uh, we will take care of this shitty team on Sunday. And, you know, I will do enough Corvette Corvettes to celebrate. And look at that. From 11-0 and 0 to 1-5. and 1-5. and 5 After being 11-0. and 0. Wow. That... That really exposed the fuck out of the Steelers. Man, Pete, everybody was right who said that this team was overrated. Now, look, obviously, when they were in that winning streak, I was saying they are still a good team. Now, yes, they have the easiest fucking schedule ever. But, I mean, it's not their fault that they got the team that they have to play. Especially, like, the Bengals. And the, uh, the the Browns and, and the Ravens. Obviously, those are divisional matchups. They have to play them every single year, twice a year. But, come on. The Bengals you could have beat? You could have beat the Bengals? The Washington football team? Yes, that defense is amazing. But what about that offense? Come on. 
The Bills, okay, acceptable because they're a great team. The Browns, in the regular season, the Week 17, you could say the Steelers still could have beat the Browns, but come on, the Browns were ready for it. And you guys had a week to prepare yourself to play against the Browns and make sure that you guys kick their ass. Because you guys are the Steelers. You guys are six-time Super Bowl champs. The Browns have never even made a Super Bowl in their freaking franchise history. They are two games away from doing that. Now, I don't think that's going to happen because they got to go against the Chiefs this week. Which, oof, man. Um, Browns, I hope you can do something. But, man, Chiefs is really going to dominate you. But, anyway. Steelers are frauds. Juju... I don't hate you, but man, you have looked your you you have easily become the most hated NFL player this entire season. You've lost a lot of people's respect. I know he's still I th- I think he's still a nice guy. I still think he's 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 a guy with like, you know, he means well, but come on man. His trash talking and, and his his nonsense, alright, you can trash talk. There's no problem with trash talking. It's a nature of playing sports. But if you do it, you got to make sure you fucking prove your point and don't look like an idiot. And look what you did, bro. You got rocked after dancing on logos. Then you said the Browns are the Browns. And then you got yourself rocked. The Steelers. Ben Roethlisberger had a career game, though. 47 for 68. 501 yards. Because his passing was all they could have done. They did not use a run game at all. They did not want to run that football at all. Because they wanted to make sure they were going to come back to this game. Four touchdowns. Four interceptions, man. Wow. I mean, I feel bad for Big Ben, man. This is not his fault. So I am not blaming Big Ben and that defense. But I am definitely blaming that offensive unit. Juju. I mean, come on, man. And then also Clay... Clay uh, Chase Claypool on Monday, uh, yesterday, actually, um, you know, saying that, okay, the Browns lost. I mean, the, the Browns beat us. All right, we lost. But they're going to get clapped uh, against the Chiefs. I mean, I do agree with him. I do think the Chiefs are going to beat the shit out of the Browns. But he said that in the saltiest way possible. This man was like, well, f- fuck the Browns. They're, they're, they're going to lose next week. They're, they're still the Browns. They suck. Oh, oh yeah, they, they must suck because they, they, beat, they beat you guys in the play. I know you guys are frauds, but, I mean, you guys are still a playoff team. Like, Yeah, the Bears. Yeah, the, the, the Washington football team. It doesn't matter. They're still a playoff team. Like, That doesn't change the narrative. It, it, you know, The top 14 teams make it. You're not playing the Jets or the Jaguars. You're, you're playing a playoff team. Just don't even look at the record. Like, okay, you beat the Browns. Oh, wait. No, you didn't. You didn't. You didn't. You didn't beat them in week 17, and you didn't beat them the next week in the in the wild card game. The saltiness in, Clay, in Chase Claypool and the whole team. But, man, Big Ben, um, I don't know if you're winning another Super Bowl, man, with this unit. Just to come to think of it, wow, maybe Antonio Brown wasn't the problem. Wow. Wow, that that that's something really controversial to say, but maybe Antonio Brown was not the problem. Actually, you know what? I'm not gonna bring that up because 
that that doesn't that does not require what happened this season with Antonio Brown. That was two seasons ago, you know. Because last year he played one game with the Patriots, so I can't like put put that on this season. Never mind, never mind. Anyway, now let's go over the division around matchups for Saturday and for Sunday. We have two games on Saturday and two games on Sunday. But of course, the Bills, Rams, Buccaneers, Ravens, Saints, and Browns—they all won Wild Card Weekend. Goodbye, Colts. Try next year. Goodbye, Seahawks. Try next year. Goodbye, Washington football team. Good luck next year. Goodbye, Tennessee Titans. Good luck next year. Goodbye, Chicago Bears. Good luck next year. And goodbye, Pittsburgh Steelers. You really want to try next year, for sure. Anyway, let's talk about the games for the divisional round. Let's talk about the first game now. At 4.35 on Saturday, the first game will be the L.A. Rams versus the Green Bay Packers. Who do I think is going to win that game? I think the Packers are going to win this game. The Packers, I mean, come on. They've been looking so good this season. Who is going to deny this? Now, that Rams like defense against the Seahawks shut them off. But, come on, the Packers' offense is way better, you know? So, um, they're the team that are going to make it to the Super Bowl. I do think they're going to win the NFC. So, the Packers, they got this in the bag. Hopefully, they don't expose themselves and, you know, really wins this game for their sanity. Anyway, next game we have the Baltimore Ravens versus the Buffalo Bills. Now, this is a tif- this is a difficult game. This is a difficult game. Now, I want I'm going to go with the Bills. I'm going to go with the Bills, right? But I really, really would not mind if Lamar Jackson wins this matchup against Josh Allen. I just think right off the bat, you know, Josh Allen right now has been a machine. This man has been incredible this year, right? Lamar Jackson hasn't been incredible throughout the entire season. But he has been clicking at the right time. After that win against the Steelers. No, never mind. He didn't. After that win against the Cowboys. They beat the Ra- they beat the Browns, they beat the Jaguars, they beat the Giants, they beat the Ra- Bengals, and they beat the Titans. Now, they're getting ready for a tough competition, a tough team to play. And that is, of course, the Bills. Now, it's good enough that the Ravens right now, that pass and that rushing offense can really take over that defense for the Bills. But also that defense, um, you know, I don't know if it's going to stop enough are going to be enough for that Bills offense to control. Now, the Bills offense is still great. Stephon Diggs is probably going to have a great game, as well as the other secondary receivers. But let's be honest, man. This is going to be a closer game than I think it is because that defense for the Ravens has been incredible this season. And easily has been a huge factor in how they've been able to catch up and win these games and been on a hot streak now recently with winning, what, six straight games, I believe? So it definitely shows that the Ravens have the firepower right now. They're on a streak. The Bills, I mean, they're also on a streak. When was their last loss? Their last loss was against, was the Hale Murray. That was the last time they lost, guys. That was November 15th. That was the last time the Bills lost a football game. November 15th, 2020. So it's been a while since both of these teams lost the game. Now, the Bills just, I don't know. I feel like they're just going to keep it up and beat Lamar Jackson. But, man, I look he want to root for Lamar. So I'm going to go for the Bills. 
But low-key, I'm going to vote for the Ravens to win this game. But I'm still having the Bills winning this game. Now let's talk about the Sunday's game this week. We have the Cleveland Browns versus the Kansas City Chiefs. Now, I have the Chiefs making the Super Bowl. I have them winning a Super Bowl again this year. So for that case, I'm having the Chiefs, of course, beating the Browns. Um, hopefully the Browns can have a good game against the Kansas City Chiefs. I think it could be a close game um, because of that defense is going to be pretty good. Um, but um, KC, they got to step it up. They got to step it up. They cannot play like they played on the last three games of the season. Um, they won those games except against uh, the Chargers. But, of course, Patrick Mahomes and Tyreek Hill and, you know, the, the starters weren't playing, you know, due to rest but and getting ready for the for the playoffs. But – you also want to be you want to make sure that this team is ready enough to beat the Browns because even though it's the Browns, they did beat a freaking Pittsburgh Steelers team, whether they're frauds or not. I mean, come on, they still beat the Steelers, which is just impressive enough. Give them credit for that, right? So I have the Chiefs making that. So I have the AFC Championship gonna be the Buffalo Bills versus the Kansas City Chiefs, and then the last game on Sunday will be the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Versus the New Orleans Saints. I am really have no idea who I'm going to choose. Now, I'm going to say the Saints are going to win this game. I do believe Drew Brees is going to go 3-0 and against the Buccaneers this season. But, if you actually think that the Saints are just completely going to take this credibility off of the Buccaneers just being absolutely destroyed and hammered by the Saints in the regular season and not translate that in the postseason, you're wrong. I feel like this Buccaneers team are definitely wanting revenge, and it's the perfect time to get revenge. The perfect time. So, the Buccaneers are going to be very, very, very ready to play this New Orleans Saints team because they want to win that game. And of course, if the Buccaneers win, there is literally no shock in my eye if they beat the Saints. Because they wanted to do that in their first game of the season, in Tom Brady's debut with as a Buccaneer. And then that week uh, week 13 matchup, I believe. When was that? November 8th? That week 9 matchup, that week 8 matchup. Man, the Buccaneers got the map. They got destroyed. That was Tom Brady's, like, worst game of his entire career. Like, horrible. And also, it will be so much fun because I believe this is the first time we'll have Tom Brady versus Drew Brees in the playoffs, which is amazing because I believe Drew Brees is, is this is going to be his final season. So if he can cap off a win here, he will be making it to the NFC Championship game. And he'll be one step closer to potentially winning a Super Bowl, uh, a second Super Bowl in his um in his, uh, you know, in his awards and his accolades and in his career. So I believe the Saints will get the job done and beat the Buccaneers. But the Buccaneers, I know they are here to, they're here to fight. They want to fight this team. This is their, this is their kryptonite. So they want to get rid of that kryptonite and just beat them and shred them to tears. Anyway, those are my predictions for wildcard weekend. I have the Packers versus the Saints in the NFC Championship game. And then the Bills versus the Chiefs in the AFC Championship game. Chiefs-Packers, Super Bowl. Chiefs win the Super Bowl. That's my bracket right now. Anyways, that was it for, well, the wild card and for football.
Of course, we'll get ready for this Saturday for two games and then for Sunday, more two games. But now let's talk about basketball. Um, let me go all the way back to uh, when? Monday? When the last time I talked about the... Uh, yeah. Let's go back to Sunday. January 3rd. Let me go over the scores real quick. All right. It's going to be a little it's going to be a little much, but all right. The Celtics beat the the Pistons 122 to 120. The Lakers beat the Grizzlies 108 to 94. The Wizards beat the Nets 123 to 122. The Nuggets beat the Timberwolves 124 to 109. The Jazz beat the Spurs 130 to 109. The Bulls beat the Mavericks 118 to 108. The Clippers beat the Suns 112 to 107. The Warriors beat the Blazers 137 and 122. That was Sunday. Now, Monday, January 4th, the 76ers beat the Hornets 118 and 101. The Magic beat the Cavaliers 103-83. The Heat beat the Thunder 118 to 90. The Knicks beat the Hawks 113 to 108. The Celtics beat the Raptors 126 to 114. The Bucks beat the Pistons 125 to 115. The Pacers beat the Pelicans 118 to 116. The Mavericks beat the Rockets 113 to 100, and the Warriors beat the Kings 137 to 106. All right. Now this is Tuesday, January 5th. The Nets beat the Jazz 13096. The Lakers beat the Grizzlies 94 to 92. The Nuggets beat the Timberwolves 123 to 116. The Spurs beat the Clippers 116 to 113, and the Bulls beat the Blazers 111 to 108. All right, now this is Wednesday, January 6th. The Sixers beat the Wizards 141 to 136. The Magic beat the Cavaliers 105 to 94. The Celtics beat the Heat 107 to 105. The Pacers beat the Rockets 114 to 107. The Hornets beat the Hawks 102 to 94. The Knicks beat the Jazz 112 to 100. The Bucks beat the Pistons 130 to 115. The Thunder beat the Pelicans 111 to 110. The Suns beat the Raptors 123 to 115. The Kings beat the Bulls 128 to 124. The Clippers beat the Warriors 108 to 101. Now this is Thursday, January 7th. The Nets beat the Sixers 122 to 109. The Cavaliers beat the Grizzlies 94 to 90. The Blazers beat the Timberwolves 135 to 117. The Mavericks beat the Nuggets 124 to 117 in overtime, and the Spurs beat the Lakers 118 to 109. Now this is Friday, January 8th. The Pistons beat the Suns 110 to 105. The Thunder beat the Knicks 109-108. The Hornets beat the Pelicans 118 to 110. The Grizzlies beat the Nets 115 to 110. The Rockets beat the Magic 132 to 90. The Jazz beat the Bucks 131 to 118. The Celtics beat the Wizards 116 to 107. The Raptors beat the Kings 144 to 123. The the Clippers, I mean the Warriors beat the Clippers 115 to 105. They the Clippers choked that game. Um the Lakers beat the Bulls 117 to 115. Now Saturday, January 9th, the Nuggets beat the Sixers 115 to 103. The Heat beat the Wizards 128 to 124. The Suns beat the Pacers 125 to 117. The Hornets beat the Hawks 113 to 105. 
The Spurs beat the Timberwolves 125 to 122. The Bucks beat the Cavaliers 100 to 90. The Mavericks beat the Ma- the Mavericks beat the Magic 112 to 1 to 98. The Blazers beat the Kings 125 to 99. Now this is Sunday, January 10th. The Jazz beat the Pistons 96 to 86. The Clippers beat the Bulls 130 to 127. The Thunder beat the Nets 129 to 116. The Nuggets beat the Knicks 114 to 89. The Lakers beat the Rockets 120 to 102. The Timberwolves beat the Spurs 96 to 88. And the Warriors win against the Toronto Raptors 106 to 105. And then yesterday, Monday, January 11th, um, the Bucks beat the Magic 121 to 99. The Grizzlies beat the Cavaliers 101 to 91. The Hornets beat the Knicks 109 to 88. The Hawks beat the Sixers 112 to 94. The Wizards beat the Suns 128 to 107. The Blazers beat the Raptors 112 to 111. And the Kings beat the Pacers. 127 to 123. Wow, that was a lot. All right. And now there's six games today. The Heat Sixers, the Nuggets, Nets, the Spurs, Thunder, the Lakers, Rockets, the Jazz, Cavs, and the Pacers, Warriors. So right now I'm actually watching the Heat Sixers game. Um, and the Sixers are winning right now by two points. But anyway, let's talk about the standings. This team, which, which teams are, you know, they're pretty good right now. Let's start off with the Eastern Conference. The Celtics right now... At number one with the seven and three record. At number two, we have the Bucks with a seven and four record. The Sixers at a seven and four record as well. At number four, we have the Pacers, a six and four record. At number five, we have the Magic at six and five record. At number six, we have the Charlotte Hornets with another six and five record. The Miami Heat at seven with a four and four record. The Atlanta Hawks at eight with a five and five record. The New York Knicks at number nine, five and six record, as well as the Nets at number ten with the five and six record, and num- also number eleven, the Cleveland Cavaliers at five and six as well. The Bulls in twelfth place with a four and seven record. The Wizards now struggling, thirteenth seed right now in the in the East with a three and eight record. The Raptors fourteenth. In the in the Eastern Conference with a two and eight record, they're tied for the worst record in the NBA right now, with number fifteen with the Detroit Pistons with also a two and eight record, which is crazy to say that the Raptors have been a horrible team through their first ten games of the season, which is that's in, that's incredible. Now let's go in reverse order in the Western Conference. At number fifteen, we have the Minnesota Timberwolves with a three and seven record. At number 14, we have the Houston Rockets with a 3-5 record. At number 13, we have the Grizzlies with a 4-6 record. At number 12, we have the Pelicans with a 4-5 record. At number 11, we have the Kings with a 5-6 record. At number 10, we have the Nuggets with a 5-5 record. At number 9, we have the Spurs with a 5-5 record as well. At number 8, we have the Thunder at a 5-4 record. They've been impressing me a little bit. This season, they were at the bottom. Now, they've been climbing up. They've been on a three-game winning streak. The Mavericks with the 5-4 and four record. Same thing with the Mavericks. They've been climbing up. The Warriors at number 6 with the 6-4 and four record. The Blazers at number 5 with the 6-4 and four record. 
The Jazz at number four with the six and four record. At number three, we have the Suns with the seven and four record. At number two, we have the seven and four LA Clippers. And then, of course, number one right now, the Lakers with an eight and three record. And they're still right now with the, uh, they have the best record in the NBA with an eight and three record. Um, so, yeah, um, those are the standings. Um, of course, there has been games as well today. Actually, today's um, tomorrow's game between the Utah Jazz and the Washington Wizards is postponed. Um, of course, due to COVID guidelines and the Celtics, they're going to be missing their third straight game. Um, due to COVID, and I mean, they they postponed games like the Wizards and the like they get like I just said the Wizards and the the Jazz. Um, they postponed a game between the they were postponing a game between the Sixers and the there was a game postponed with the Heat and the Celtics that was supposed to be on Saturday, um, and there was they should have also postponed a game between the Nuggets and the Sixers on Saturday, but they still played. Um, Every team was postponed for pretty much almost that time. The Celtics, the Heat, the Wizards, um, the Mavericks also, I believe, were missing a game. But the Sixers, they continued to play. They got to still play the game, and they didn't postpone the game. Adam Silver and, and you know, the NBA were just like, we'll, we'll keep to let the Sixers play. But that's, that's not fair, dude. Come on, man. You should have postponed that game and saved that game for later because there was other games that were postponed, and we didn't have enough players, so... I don't know why that game had to be played. And then every other game has been postponed. But it is what it is. We lost literally two games against the Hawks and against the um, the Nuggets Saturday and Monday just because of COVID and we just didn't have enough players. But we do have enough players now for today's game against the Heat that we're playing. You know, Joel Embiid, Ben Simmons, they're all on the lineup. Um, everybody else is, is healthy right now, so... And the Heat as well. Um, the Heat has been looking solid this year. They haven't been looking good. They've been, like, consistent, but inconsistent at the same time. Like, a loss, then a win. A loss, then a win. A loss, then a win. A loss, and then a win. So, it's just been up and down. It's been like, okay, what the hell is going on here? So, yeah, it's been difficult for um for the, the Heat kind of being consistent right now. But anyway... Um, that is it for today's episode. We, we talked about the wild card games that happened on Saturday and Sunday. We talked about the divisional matchups that are happening this week. We talked about the NBA standings as of right now after, what, three weeks of the season? So we are almost, you know, we're almost halfway through the first month of 2021. Also, there hasn't been any new music that has dropped this year so far, so... Um, so yeah, I'm still dropping, I'm still listening to music that have, that dropped in 2020. There hasn't been any song that has been released in 2021 that I've heard yet. Any albums, any singles, none of that shit. So yeah, uh, hopefully we have a good album dropping this week. So, you know, I can finally start listening to 2021 music now. So anyways, thank you guys for listening to the episode. At some point next week, I will start with the podcast now on YouTube. I will still do the audio version because I'll still be recording it through my phone, but of course on camera with the with the lights and you know all that shit. It's gonna be now. I'm gonna do more reaction videos as well. Um, other content that 
I can't do on the podcast because it would be weird if I do it and you can only listen to me. But it would be nice if you can actually see me do the fucking content. So, yeah. Um, that will be coming up next week soon at some point. So, um, yeah. Thank you guys for listening to this episode. I'll see you guys Thursday. Maybe not tomorrow, but I'll say Thursday. Um, and, yeah. See you guys in a bit. Take care and peace out, my friends.